Shut up and sit down. Hello and welcome to another episode of Norse Chat. Today I am here with a special guest. His name is Ula Herman. And today we are going to talk about how Norwegians introduce themselves, kind of how their interactions are with other people in society, their relationships, and just kind of overall general lifestyle. And then we'll get an inside perspective from a true Norwegian himself. So I'll let him introduce himself. I have him via telephone because he's in Norway right now and it is a seven hour difference. So it's so the best way we could do it and hopefully it works out pretty well. Hi, hi. My name is Ola. I'm Norwegian from Fredrikstad, which is uh, southeast of Norway, one and a half hour away from Oslo. Uh, Okay, so a little backstory is that I met Ulla Herman a couple of years ago, like four-ish years ago at the University of North Dakota. It was his second time coming to the university to study. Uh, in our next episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the education system both here and in Norway to give you a different perspective on that. But that's how we met. Since then, we've both spent some time visiting each other in the different countries, both the U.S. and Norway. And by doing so, we've each kind of gotten a different perspective and kind of joke around with each other on the different things culturally. So, first of all, I thought it'd be interesting to talk about introductions in Norway, because obviously they speak a different language. There's two languages in Norwegian. Actually, I think there's three now, I know a few words in Norwegian. I took a semester of Norwegian at the university, so I know a basic few things, and I can pick up more Norwegian when I listen to someone or read it or just a conversation, even on TV. But I'm not able to come up with Norwegian sentences really on my own or know that much about the process of writing in Norwegian and how things are grammatically formed. So, Ula, you know more about that and can explain that to our audience. So, yeah, I, I think you know more than you think you do, but <laughs> uh, for Norwegian, like Norwegian compared to English, it's basically like our sentences are backwards, like how you guys write it. So, for Americans, it tends to be hard to know how to like write it properly or speak it properly like just a semester of schooling and i think that that's really similar to how we learn and speak spanish here in the u.s a lot of people learn spanish at a young age and so when we learn spanish everything's kind of backwards and i think it's a similar process in norwegian so if anyone's had any experience learning a different language, it's kind of the same mental thought process of learning Norwegian. But when you do learn Norwegian, there is more than one type of Norwegian. Uh, and Ulla, you know more about that than I do. So, yeah, we do have, from what we call Norwegian, we have two different types of Norwegian, which is the new Norwegian, which is basically the old Norwegian writings. And then we have Bokmål, which is the way people speak and write nowadays. 
even though there's parts of Norway that's still right in New Norwegian on the west coast of Norway, in general, like most people speak and write football. And then we do have the, what would you call it, like native people? Yeah, the native people have their own language there as well, which most people don't really know unless you were a part of like their tribe, right? Yeah. And then they also do have their own government and stuff. Mostly live up north, so which is far away from where I live. So technically only learn about it in school. Now, I heard from other Norwegians that if you grew up learning Nunorsk, you end up having to learn Bukmal in school and vice versa. Did you have to do that? Yeah, I did. And... Like, everybody needs to know both languages, but, like, Bukmal uh, is the preferred written language and the language you use when you write applications, when you write anything of importance, but then everybody needs to know the new Norwegian, Norwegian too, because it's part of our history. And then you also get graded on it until you're done high school. Now, when I was in Norway, I didn't really notice it until you pointed it out, but just like in English, there's multiple different sounds of English, like a person from the United States versus England versus Ireland, everyone kind of has their own little spin on it, their own little dialect, and yours, which we'll hear in just a minute, was voted apparently one of the ugliest, so that's kind of fun. <laughs> I get to pick on you for that. And you explained that the best way coming to the United States is that it's like a southern hick sounding accent in Norwegian. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Like, <laughs> like you guys, you have different like accents from like East Coast, West Coast, Midwest, and And I also speak different than people from Holland, which is another city on the other side. So we all have small differences, which we call like our dialect in a different way. We make different sounds. Like the biggest one is like people don't say football the same way in any of the three different cities close, like next to mine. How do you say we it? We all have a different sound on the L. How do you say football? Um, it's kind of hard saying it on the spot, but I'll try. I say the football. How would you? How do the other people say it in your neighboring town? The neighboring town would probably say football. <laughs> <laughs> they have. A, it's it's really hard for me because I can't really speak the other yeah, dialect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's like track. a sudden difference in their, the L sound and stuff like that. Well, I think it'd be fun to hear you say a few other things in Norwegian. And some of the simplest, most basic things is how to introduce yourself. So how would you introduce yourself to a stranger? Mm, uh, normal introduction would be start like, uh, hi, how are you? 
Respond, bodebra, but I say it very poorly. So how would you say it? Bodebra. Yep. Uh, a little bit earlier about the dialects. I have a word that would be probably have to distinguish my dialects from other dialects, which is like the word car, which in Norwegian would be bilet, and my dialect is bilet, and we do have like an a ah sound. Oh, I hate them. They're very hard to say for me, and I don't know why. <laughs> so, what are those three letters, Kitty? Well, they have one that has an A, the letter A with a little, um, is it a line over it? What do you call that? Um, I think you were thinking about the A with an O oh, over yeah. it. Yep, there's a little A with an O over it, and then there's also an a symbol with like the letter A and E if they were squished together. Yeah. And then there's also an E with another little O over it, right? No, there's no. an O with a... Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then... And then there's also an O with a little line through it. Yeah. So, and then... Uh, <laughs> how do you pronounce it? That is a great question because I never can. And... I think it goes something like ah, uh, uh. <laughs> Close. Close. Okay, how do you it's, say it? Uh, a with the uh, E squished is the A. The O with a line across it is E. Uh, and A with an O over it is O. So yeah. we have A, uh, O. A, uh, O. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. I'm super great. <laughs> But I do like the sound of your guys' alphabet, though. Yeah, I think you also mentioned that you confuse some of our words with, like, the Spanish. Yeah, I think too. that's probably one of the hardest things about traveling and going to another country and keeping all the languages straight is that you end up mixing up little parts of it or you are so confident in saying something and then you realize that you've been speaking a whole other language this whole time and... When I took Norwegian and Spanish together at school, it was an absolute nightmare because I had class right after each other. So each time I just, I got everything confused and I just had to quit one of them for the time being because it was just so difficult. <laughs> but now that I have a name of Norwegian right here, a little easier, huh? Probably. I actually remember I went to one of your classes once. I watched a Norwegian movie. Oh yeah, what was the name of that movie? <sighs> I don't really remember. I had to see it in school, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a comedy, but it's actually pretty good. Yeah, it's a Norwegian comedy. And you guys have your whole, like, you guys follow everything in the United States and celebrities and stuff, but you guys kind of have your own other set of celebrities and people in Norway that we really don't have any idea who they are. Yeah, we, we have a lot of, like, Norwegian, like, artists, uh, Norwegian actors. TV stars and mostly like Norwegian athletes like skiers, snowboarders and stuff like that. 
I think we should do a whole episode later on kind of talking about all those cool different people. I think that would be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> probably, probably get some of them in there. There's, like, a lot of new people now, though, that I, like, I don't know too much about. But remember all the good old heroes of skiing stuff? Yeah. Norwegians are born with skis on their feet. Which we will get to in another episode because I have some stories about skiing in Norway, let me tell you. (laughs) But now that that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that later. (laughs) All my outdoor adventurous moments in Norway that were super successful. (laughs) Oh god. Yeah, those are some fun stories. (laughs) But we should get back to our plan because we went on a tangent, which is fine always learn new things by doing that so we learned how to say hello which is normally hi hi or just hi i was taught in class that people always say things twice when it's like an introduction so leaving saying goodbye or thank you but you always say that you don't do that but when i was in norway i noticed people totally did that might be like one of the things that like so normal to me that i can't really see it but i feel like i just say Hada, instead of Hada Hada. But I know a lot of people too when I was there is that when we go to a store when we get our things we just say like oh thank you or something like that or acknowledge the person who helped you bag and like the cashier but when you guys leave somewhere you always say like specifically look them in the eye and it's like thank you goodbye like we don't really say goodbye to people at the store like you guys do I noticed that was kind of interesting yeah that's one of the things too where it's so yeah, it was like a subtle thing that I noticed that you did when you were here. You would look at a cashier and say, thank you, goodbye. And then they would look at you for a second because they're just not used to someone like saying like goodbye. But it wasn't weird either. It was just like a little thing that everyone was kind of like, oh, okay, bye. <laughs> Yep. But, so it brings me to the next point, is that the way that you talk to someone that you don't know is very different between the U.S., especially the Midwest, and Norway. In the Midwest, it is not weird to just start talking to someone randomly. You know, the weather, small talk, whatever, you get in an elevator, man, it's such a beautiful day out. Oh, yeah, got any fun plans? No, you know, just talking to anyone random or... No one's really scared to walk up to you and say, do you need help? Or, you know, it wouldn't be weird if you went up to someone and asked for help. But in Norway, it's kind of not like that. Yeah, that's right. It's, uh, it's more like, I would say we're, like, close up to people because we're not. But, like, you like you wouldn't go on a bus ride and sit right next to a stranger talking about your day and your life. And... Everything that, like, would happen to me every time I took the bus to school in the U.S. Or, like, even 
sit on the bus and the old lady comes in and sits next to you and starts talking about her life. Like here in Norway, basically. Go on like a bus ride to downtown. You would probably single out, like look into the bus, look for the seats where there's no one sitting next to you and then take that one instead of if there's like an open seat with no one next to it you would rather take that one and sit for yourself listen to music look on your phone <laughs> and yeah if you're one of the people that like sits next to someone and start talking to them a lot of people would like oh that was on odd <laughs> <laughs> so that's a good tip if you're going to norway don't just start being super friendly because it might put people off. Kind of feel the room first in your situation. I wouldn't just go gung-ho really excited on your trip and just trying to start talking to everyone because they might think you're a weirdo. <laughs> I would definitely kind of more stay to yourself and be a little bit more reserved just so you can fit in a little bit better culturally. I think that's safe to say. But that's like the same thing with like Norwegian going to the U.S. when like Everyone in the U.S. says, like, hello, how are you? And that's pretty strange for, like, Norwegian, because then if someone says something, then you <laughs> feel like you have to reply. Puts you on your toes. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, and then so... you reply, and then you're like, oh, you just reply. <laughs> Yeah, and that's something to point out too that if you are a Norwegian coming to the US, sometimes we get in this habit of having fake conversations. They're real, but I mean, having fake conversations with people where the answer doesn't actually matter. And it's just an acknowledgement where if someone says, Hi, how are you? They're not actually asking, Hi, how are you? It's just an acknowledgement of your presence. So if you start actually telling how you are maybe you're not doing so great or whatever people might look at you a little bit weird when someone says hi how are you you pretty much always just say good how are you so if you're coming to the u.s for the first time i would suggest getting in the habit of just being able to make small talk and if someone acknowledges you it don't feel weird just say like hi back or whatever they're not trying to be creepy it's just the way we do it so That brings me to my next point, which is, I thought it was kind of weird when I heard about this before going, because I was like, if you don't know anyone, how are you supposed to meet anyone? You know, if you're not supposed to talk to strangers. And I was explained that basically anyone you meet is kind of a friend of a friend. Is that right? Yeah, more or less like, um, I would say to be able to meet someone new, I guess, then... It's either like through your work, through school, through someone you know. You don't, at least none of the people I know, goes up to someone on a concert that they don't know and just hang out with them. It's not like a dating thing, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a whole, whole other thing. But like, it's not normal for like people to get to know each other unless you know someone knows that person before or you're in the same class the same work same company i guess because you have different companies it goes on like meetings and stuff together and that's the way to meet new people i guess and one thing i noticed about people in norway is that most people well i wouldn't say most people people who are dating 
may live a life like they're married, where they have children, a life, family, home, but they just never get married. So that's one thing to pay attention to is that don't just assume someone's married in Norway. It's pretty popular to just live a life of having a family and all that without the actual ceremony. Now, we both know people personally firsthand in Norway who do live their lifestyle like this, and it's not weird. It's normal to just live cohabiting, basically. Yeah, I feel like Norway is a Christian country, but like, it doesn't necessarily mean that everybody has to marry to live together and have a family. Yep. Now, in your own personal opinion, because in the U.S. it's kind of known that we have a really high divorce rate, I think it's like almost to the point where it's a 50-50 chance on whether you'll stay together with your partner or not. Do you think by not getting married in Norway that it increases your odds of staying together or not? I don't know. I feel like the people that do get married do it usually after they've been together, probably having two kids, although they're going to spend the rest of their lives together. Mm-hmm. So like, they already know that's going to be their life. Which is a little bit different than in the U.S. where, like, stereotypically it's the idea that you get married and then have your children. And, I mean, not everyone fits into that perfect mold, but that's, like, the stereotype in movies and all that. (laughs) Yeah, and, like, so, like, stereotypes, I feel like, uh, like, the way you see it in movies is, like, people turn 18 and then first thing they do is get married, start a family, and... I feel like Norway used to be like that, but now people are more focused on their career and then, like, working on the family on the side, and then once they're, like, safe into work and everything laid out perfectly, then they're gonna, they know that they met the right person, then they're gonna get married, instead of getting married and then, oh, I didn't think this was it. (laughs) Yeah. Now, one thing you kind of mentioned, too, is that uh, the age thing. So what I noticed when I was in Norway, which, I mean, can be kind of relative in the U.S., too, depending on if you live in the north, south, east, west, all that stuff. But most of the time, even when you turn 18 in the U.S., adults who are older don't really view you as an adult yet. I mean, even though you legally are, they still kind of see you and treat you as a child ish and your parents have a lot of uh influence over you still maybe even economically are helping you with everything from personal experience and people i know most people aren't really completely weaned from their parents until after college when in norway i noticed that people the second they turn 18 are kind of seen differently by their parents and society yeah i think that might have to do to it like how our school system is basically free yep and whilst you guys go to college and have to pay huge tuition and housing costs and all that stuff well in Norway it's more for like you can have a part-time job and have money for rent and enough to pay your textbooks which is basically all you gotta pay. You gotta pay a small, I wouldn't even call it a tuition, but it's like a fee for like the material and the usage of the desk that you're using or whatever, <laughs> I would call it. 
Yeah, and we'll go all into that too in the next episode. So if you're like really curious on how all that works, we'll go super in depth on the different schooling and all that stuff. But yeah, when I was in Norway, I was talking to a girl in the grocery store, and she was, jeez, oh, she was maybe 1920 and she was already talking about buying a house and that was just so strange to me because in the U.S. 18 and 19 year olds even 20 year olds typically aren't buying an actual house it's more of they're getting their first apartment so I think that kind of threw me off too because your economic system is a little bit different than ours yeah like a lot of people that like have their own houses or like my best friend for instance started out with, like, they bought, like, an apartment, you know, built, and then they just sold it and are now building their actual house in a different part of this. But for now, in between the, like, the change between the apartment and the house, they're actually living in an apartment of the, of this girlfriend's parents. But, yeah, it's normal to start buying. <laughs> And paying down on your houses early, I guess. Yep. Very strange. Kind of jealous, but it's okay. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of people feel like a lot of security when it comes to like owning your own home. Just probably the same as in the U.S. except for you guys just had the, the housing thing in 2008, so you guys are probably not as secure with the housing situation, like actually owning one, but... We had the same thing here too in like the 1980s, 1990s era where like suddenly all the prices went down and it was like full chaos, but usually it's a safe investment. <laughs> yep. Now that brings me to money. So working in Norway, pretty much in the United States, everyone, I wouldn't say everyone, but a majority of the people's goal is to go to college and get a degree with the hope of getting a job with that degree and making more money. Where in Norway, you don't necessarily have to do that to be successful money-wise. No, like, Norway, we do have, like, like I said, or we said earlier, like, our school system is a little bit different. I'm guessing we have, like, one year long longer I guess in high school or our school system goes over 13 years yep. your guys' goes over 12 right? Uh, 12 some people do kindergarten so that's like your 13th but your guys' is more yeah we don't count kindergarten here at school yeah your guys' is more on the other end of the spectrum where... yeah so what I was going to say is like our high school like our last years you can choose if you want to do like in depth of like carpenter or plumber or hairdresser or butcher or if you want to do like regular schools with all the academic classes and then go over to university afterwards mm -hmm. so people go out of high school with like basically a degree that they can live on i guess so, do you know what the minimum wage is in for Norway right now? Right now, there's like two different minimum wages, I guess. There is one for like people between 16 and 18. And their minimum 
age for like young adults, I guess, between 16 and 18 is 115.9 crones, yep. which would be... Which crones, if you don't know, are the Norwegian currency, and it kind of fluctuates a little bit, but it's kind of hovered around eight Norwegian crones for one US dollar, uh, but that changes almost every day, so I wouldn't really count on that, but it's about eight Norwegian crones for yeah. a dollar. Yeah, we were going to calculate it with, like, just eight, so that would be, like, $15 and 15 cents if you're between 16 and 18, and then your minimum wage for, if you're 18, is... 154.03 crones, which would be equal to $19.25 per hour. Which is very different from where I live, and when I was 16, which it's changed, I believe, since then, the minimum wage was $7.25. So, a little bit different, but you guys also have... Mainly, like... But you guys also take out more taxes than we do. Yeah. Like our whole like system is basically based on taxes, so take out taxes for the elderly, like for when you get old, I guess. And for you also take out like it's kinda like a tax but it's not. It's like you take out more tax so that you get that refunded when you take vacation the next year. And basically, it runs the whole system for like roads and everything. <laughs> I think we could go more in depth on taxes too, because there's some weird facts. So we might have a whole episode on weird things that you have in Norway. One of them being a tax on your TV. But we'll get into that in another episode, I think, and just kind of lump some it all together. But you had mentioned that. Uh, different taxes also play a role in your holiday as well and I thought it'd be interesting just to tack on there a little bit about uh, different kind of just general benefits that Norwegian people get and how your holiday or vacation time works. Yeah we do have like I said like the extra tax that we take out the year before you get paid back when you take your summer break the next year so basically you have full salary during your break and our vacations are like everybody has the right to take five weeks of vacation which is insane (laughs) awesome and it's like like mandatory to take four weeks and one day i guess yep so you guys can see that traveling to Norway during the summer months, which is one of the most popular times for you guys to take time off, is kind of a blessing and a curse because it kind of clears out for everybody, but at the same time, different things cost more because they know that it's holiday season um, and that kind of thing as well. Yeah, like for us Norwegians, there's like the worst time to take a vacation if you're thinking of like your spending would be in the middle of summer because there's a four week window between I think it's July which is the entire month is basically where every carpenter, plumbers and all those people just close down for a month and then people at the office close down 
course, banks and stores and stuff are open, but a lot of people take their vacation during July. And that's also, I'm pretty sure when I was there too, and even the king and queen and leave and parliament kind of takes a break. So they actually let people of the community go into the castle and tour it and everything just because it's kind of like a ghost town in there. Yeah, it's not like a ghost town. Like all the necessities are still open and yeah. all like stuff that has to be going on in the background. But mostly, every pause somewhere it would be like, Sorry, we're on break. Call us back this time or something like that, and then you get like an email that you can send if Which, there's like urgency. Which and is, of course, police and hospitals and everything is open. But. Which is super nice because in the U.S., like that's completely unheard of. That just because everyone wants to take a break, they don't shut down. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that we shut down either, but like from your point of view, it's probably like a small shutdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I would say, are there anything, like, is there anything that just quick pops in your head about a few of the cultural differences and that kind of thing that you noticed? Well, let me see. I'll see some culture differences that I can see between, like, the U.S. and Norway. Like, for instance, when it comes to, like, I don't know if this is, like, uh, a cliche thing but when it comes to food there's a big difference in Norway like a lot of people don't eat out at restaurants as often as in the US here you probably go out to eat at like a restaurant and like Christmas parties with like your work or if there's like a special event or like for a birthday but other than that you basically make all your food at home from scratch and of course people do go to like we do have mcdonald's and different fast food chains you guys have a tgi fridays and Domino's. <laughs> yeah we do have those too and then like for like weekends you could probably like order a pizza or a kebab my favorite or a kebab pizza you don't want to mix it all together guys let me tell you so a kebab pizza real quick it's like this big pizza and on it is uh like a marinara sauce cheese but then on top of it is like meat that kind of reminds me of shredded gyro meat and then a sauce like a white sauce and it tastes really similar to like a toned down version of a sauce that goes with a blooming onion and then they put french fries on top and it's probably the best thing i've ever had and i look forward to it every time i go so if you go there Stop by a kebab house and get the Canada pizza. Okay, continue. I had to break for my favorite pizza. <laughs> yeah, so, and like the other part, when you go to like, for Norwegians, when they go to the store in the U.S., it's, it's a lot more to like choose from compared to here, where we have, say, three different varieties of ham. Yeah. Like, like they're like brands of ham. And then we have like three different, three to four different like companies that make it. And then if you go to the U.S., you can probably get like a thousand different varieties, <laughs> I guess. It's true. Same when it goes to like cereals. We have like this little aisle with like cereals in it. And then there's like only 30 different cereals that you can choose from. While in the U.S., there's like an entire aisle full of 
materials. <laughs> yep, that's true. More than you can even, like, eat in a year. Yep. And, yeah, and same with, like, I remember, like, the first thing I recognized was, like, how many, how much frozen, ready, microwave food you guys have compared to us. Yep, we like our easy, easy meals. <laughs> yeah, we do. We do have some of those. Like, I do have, like, three different varieties that I do enjoy here in Norway, and I'm pretty sure it's about the 15 different varieties you can choose from here. Maybe, like, a little bit more, while you guys have more frozen space than we do have in the entire store here in Norway, just for microwavable food. Alright, so quick, what's your most favorite restaurant in the U.S.? Texas Roadhouse. Texas Roadhouse. And favorite dessert? Cinnabon. Cinnabon. That's <laughs> all you need. Texas Roadhouse You knew Cinnabon. that one, didn't you? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you go in a grocery store? Since we have endless options, what's the one thing you can't leave the store without? Uh, I'll say Rockstar. Rockstar uh, energy drink? Yeah, Rockstar energy drink, because we only have three different varieties of Rockstar in the entire Europe. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it, folks. That's all you need. Texas Roadhouse, Cinnabon, and Rockstar energy drinks. <laughs> yeah, I yep. sound like a really healthy person right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you're on vacation, right? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, I think that's about it that we have for our episode today. I think we have a lot of great episode ideas for the future and things that we want to talk about. And I think it was really fun having someone from Norway to kind of talk about things as well. Uh, I think for the next episode, we'll go more in depth with the education system, especially if people are thinking about studying abroad. Since I never have studied abroad and Ula has multiple times, so I think that it'll be interesting getting a perspective with someone who's done both studying in the U.S. and Norway. And I think that's all I have for today. Do you have anything else you want to say? No, I think it's good for today. It's <laughs> well, like, 24 here in Norway. Yeah. Like midnight. <laughs> yeah, you need to get to bed. <laughs> all right, thank you. I do. Thanks for joining us today. It was fun. Hope you can join us again next week. Yeah, hope so. All right. Thanks, guys.